Welcome back. Welcome in. This is Country Roads Confidential at earsports.com. A six-figure fundraiser podcast. My name is Mike Casazza. Welcoming in Chris Anderson. Chris, we just sat back and, and watched the offers fill with cash from donations. Um, hundreds from a lot of states, a lot of people. I believe, and by the time that you hear this, this will probably be dated, but over $100,000 raised with about 70% of it coming from our board for West Virginia's Mountaineer Athletic Club, the Time to Climb, the the greatest beneficiary here. This is a surreal story. Uh, We could start at the beginning, and it's not as fun as starting at the end, which is a whole lot of money raised at a time where, I mean, yeah, every university needs the money, but this was kind of like a gigantic hug for for fans and the athletic department because i don't think thursday was very fun um but boy that didn't last very long it seemed like the the outpouring of support financially um never mind emotionally welcome news over at the athletic department yeah absolutely Uh, it's kind of wild to think that that it all started from a poster on our message board just saying screw it kind of you know i'm not uh, I'm sick and tired of what all is going on with college football, but I still support Neil Brown. I still support WVU, and and I'm going to give them $5 a month. So I'm donating $60. Or, uh, yeah, $5 a month, and I'm donating $60. And so we started at, at $5 a month right there to then other people getting involved. And <clears throat> I think, you know, within an hour, it was like up to 1000 I was like, hey, kudos, guys. Good job. That's not bad. 1000 bucks, And... and then it got out of hand in a good way, like a very good way, obviously, and kept going and kept going. And then it was like, hey, instead of one night, let's make it 24 hours. Instead of 24 hours, let's make it uh, a whole weekend. And next thing you know, getting near midnight on Sunday night, I think it was around in the 90-some thousand dollar mark. And then a, a mysterious benefactor who had already made one nice donation on our VIP board Hopped back in with a a nice chunk of change to put the total over a hundred thousand dollars for the weekend, and, and it certainly caught the eye and the ear and, and everything else of a lot of important people in Morgantown. Hey, do me a favor. It does start with the the sixty dollar donation. What was the number on that final one? Because I want to I want to illustrate the spectrum from large to small and how it grew from the beginning to the end. That was a I, big number. As I, I, I think it was like $8,000. Uh, I'll go back and check right now, but I'm pretty sure it was, you know, I think they were at 92, 93, something like that. And whoever this was came in with a, a big donation right at the end. I'll look it up right, right, right now while you're talking, but yeah. to be sure, but it was, it was a big number. Let's, um, let's talk about Matt Layton for a second because mm-hmm. he has the, the post on the board that starts it. Um, I think most of us can say with football being down for the past three years and basketball having a down year paired with all the other BS happening in college sports that our passion is starting to dim. I know college athletics are going in the wrong direction for a school like ours, but it doesn't mean we can't still be passionate and loud and support our school and teams. People ran through a wall, Chris, based on that prose right there from Matt. I also don't want to ignore the role that Josh Scott had, um, he was like the other ringleader here online, social media, on our boards, trying to whip up this into a frenzy, and he did. Um, I will say probably the most that I can say here, it was not overlooked what Matt and Josh did by, again, the height of the university. 
that's not even a secret anymore because Shane Lyons, Gordon Gee, the athletic director and the president contributed to this. Um, Lyons is in, I don't know which one, but let's just say the Carolinas fundraising when this started. Serendipity is pretty nice. Gordon Gee's pretty busy. Uh, I'm sure that athletics and fundraising have his attention, but it got his attention too. I believe this was brought to his desk or his his attention, and he saw it and he was excited about it too. There's going to be more to come from this. I assure you from the University of the Athletic Department, I think the wheels are already spinning there. I don't think we're in a position to talk about it yet, but um, I'm not bragging here because, again, you and I had very little to do with this. We just kind of like hold the walls up, so to speak. Um but like it's pretty cool that it happened underneath our roof and and it's not just Josh it's not just Matt they were the ones who keyed this but again the hundreds of people who did donate here just inside our bubble and then it got outside and a lot of people saw it we're talking again i think around 30 or maybe by this time $40,000 outside of our website being raised people who were matching offers up to a certain amount or matching donations up to a certain amount it really did mushroom from from something small to something large. And again, uh, a pretty, I don't want to, again, nominal isn't the right word, but like a small donation to start. And it ends up with, again, something in excess of $8,000 just to make sure we got across the finish line at midnight. We were going to get across the finish line. It was going to reach $100,000. But Matt and Josh and, and so many of the people who were involved said, let's get this done before midnight, Sunday and a Monday. And someone did it. It's ridiculous. Thanks, though. Yeah, and the and the final number was eight thousand. That that was what that one that pushed it over a hundred thousand for the weekend. Um, somebody again coming in just before midnight to uh, to post that one. And uh, obviously, the the total dollar amount is an important number. But I think it, you've mentioned it a couple times, and I don't know the exact number. I'm sure the Mac does, but the the more important part maybe is the number of people involved in this. Cause it wasn't like, I mean, every, everybody would love to have that one person that just like, Oh, here's a check for a hundred thousand dollars. Boom. Is it more important to have a, a, like a couple hundred people donating to get to a hundred thousand dollars than it is to just have one very rich person donate a hundred thousand dollars. I mean, yeah, I, I think you, you know, you want the, the very rich person so they can donate a couple billion, a few million over years. But getting that many people involved for that much of a donation is nice. Yeah. Would you rather fight one Mike Tyson or 100 mini Mike Tysons? Right. That's kind of the donation scale here, too. They had you know, some big ones, obviously, but a bunch of little ones. And what does it matter? You got it. But, man, having an army of people who can do that, that's important, which leads me to this. What now? Can they do this annually, biannually, whatever? I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I think the 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 toothpaste is out of the tube here now, and, and you have all these ideas that can certainly be mined and – monetized even too but let's be frank for a second here um i can say that on our website people were frustrated by the, the pace or the growth of some fundraising and initiatives and that could be the mac it could be country roads trust whatever and they just didn't feel like they were they were as involved and maybe they only heard when the robocall started or when they got an email or things like that you know, and it's always like when you're eating dinner or when you've just written a large check for some other expense. It seems like the bad timing is, I don't know, maybe it's inevitable, but maybe it's also part of the frustration. Um, this is just totally different because, one, the Mac definitely leaned in and and I would say took the ball here and ran with us and, and alongside us on this, too. So that was cool to see, too. But it's got to be eye-opening that 
on a time where, yeah, you lose a really good player from the defensive line, the strength of the defense, which is supposed to be the strength of the team. And it's just one more, you know, knock upside the head about what isn't going right. And then something very clearly right happens. It's reaffirming, it's redeeming, it's refreshing too. What can you do with that? Who knows? But that's exciting too. I think if you're somebody who is involved in this movement, supportive of this movement, even suspicious or skeptical of this movement, you can look at the zero to one hundred thousand dollars in a brief amount of time. And again, do you repeat that? I don't know. Maybe. Can you top it? I don't know. Maybe. You certainly try, don't you? And I think that's the cool thing here too. Who knows what this spawns, but who knows what this spawns? I think that's a great outcome right now. You know what it spawns for me, Mike? And we got to raise we got to raise rates on premium subscriptions if we have such an affluent fan base, I think, is is the way we got to go. Right. Well, fortunately, we know two people who are well versed (laughs) in breaking the news to people, too. So that's cool. Uh, Funny story here. Again, it's a fun thing you and I can do. We can share some of the the identities of some of the people who talk to us because you're my boss. I kind of have to do that. Right. But also we were excited to do this. But. Again, like the people who were on the outside getting in on this and who were following it and rooting for it and excited about it. And they were cluing us in about, hey, watch the press conference today because Neil Brown's going to say something. And he did. Uh, or, hey, watch for a donation coming in. Or, hey, that was me who donated that large sum of money. <laughs> I love that. I was like, why don't you just go public with it? No, can't. Um, but the funniest part for me was um, I-, I was at the gym on on Friday and I came back to my house and – I had a text from somebody and I thought like the person got hacked because <laughs> it was like, hey, what's happening on your website is very cool. We're glad to see the money transferring. Um, kudos to you all for what you're doing. Let me know what I can do. And I was like, and I was going to be like, yo, did you get hacked? Because <laughs> it didn't make any sense to me. And I was like, no, this is too specific. It actually mentions Matt Layton by name. Uh, that'd be a heck of a hack. So I went and I looked at the website and I was blown away. And again, it was like $1,800 at that point, which is still yeah. A pretty big thing and then it just goes off and again everybody was really happy to be involved in this and i I do think that there's something cool coming from the athletic department the university to acknowledge this too so it's going to continue going and and that's why i don't think this is done yet maybe this iteration is i don't i don't think it's not but to you chris what was the the best coolest most fun part of this i think the fact that i mean all of it was just great it's just a great feeling it's kind of cool to see fans come together like that and just say you know what screw this i'm doing it and we're doing it and and people kind of pushing each other to continue to do it but something that caught my attention was neil brown saying that he took this and again this was when it was like 10 12 15,000, and taking that post uh, you know, I don't know if he had a screenshot or just told the story or whatever, but he he said during his press conference that he took this story and went to his team and his players. And this is coming directly after Akeem Mesidor leaves and is like, oh, these fans are crazy. Uh, you know, they're crazy. And then Neil Brown takes the story and goes, look at this to the rest of the team. Like, these fans love you. These fans are are doing this for you to keep you here and try to help build this program. These fans care. And I think that was that was what really stood out to me. Yeah, dictionaries are thick for a reason. There's a lot of words, but a lot of words have a lot of definitions. It's okay to be crazy. Like, there's something cool about being crazy sometimes. And if you want to call this crazy, you can. Hey, that was it. Uh, one thing to the haters, if I may. Um, this is not NIL, for one. It's not. It goes to the welfare of the athletic department. And a lot of people were designating their donations to go to specific programs, which you can do. Like I saw men's soccer. I saw rifle. Like you can do that, but you're giving it to it. And again, the gesture is by far the biggest thing here. I think that 
okay, things aren't good. That is not the status quo that the fan wants. And here's the money where my mouth is, right? And that's cool. And then what happens because of this or from this, we don't know, but that's the thing. So this isn't NIL. It's not going to buy you a quarterback. Although $100,000 could buy you a quarterback, by the way, right? Which leads <laughs> to this. If your country roads trust right now, you got to be pumped. You know it's out there. Like, you know the interest exists. You just got to do it. Um, and, and just sitting back right now and saying, well, let's let the season start, and then we'll figure out identities. No way, man. If if a bunch of people on a website on a message board can get behind something and make it happen, uh, an organization that is professional fundraisers, they should be able to do that too. So, yeah, is it is it the biggest number? Is it seven figures? No. Is it multi-million? No. It's pretty small, and it's a pretty brief amount of time, and it went somewhere, and it went somewhere with a crowd that grew. And I think that's that's got to be encouraging and exciting for people who have to do this here, too. So and again, the timing is perfect. Like you said, the fact that you can show this to players, that's cool. You can show this to recruits. Um, and again, if you're an NIL person, if you're a country roads trust person and you're trying to think about ways to get players, you know, wink, nudge. I, this is in the chamber now, isn't it? Like this is part of the meeting at nine o'clock on Monday morning saying, do you guys catch this? We got to get our act together. That's awesome. Who knows where this goes? But who knows where this goes? Yeah, absolutely. I, th- I think it's. It's definitely going to be in the conversation. It's definitely going to be trying to figure out ways to capitalize on this and and trying to find that delicate balance because obviously a lot of people just made a bunch of donations right now. Are you going to come back to the well right away? Hey, 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 saw what you just did. How about you donate some more? Like, nah, That's not usually how it works. Usually you got to give it a little bit of time, but you got to find that balance. And that's, hey, I hate to be blunt about this, but that's what these people get paid for is to figure this out and to like this the fact that this was able to be done by a couple posters on the, on the message board that just said, screw it, let's do it. Like the people who are actually getting paid like almost that amount of money every year to do the fundraising will, will be sitting down and reevaluating how this worked so well for these guys and for their website and, and trying to replicate it in some way, I think. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's not that hard. It's not <laughs> everything yeah. you said is, is true. Um, let's get into three small pieces of news to wrap this up, Chris. One, baseball school. Baseball school. Went to TCU, took two out of three, really could have had all three. A, a, an amazing finish Monday night. Um, again, this is the team that just does its own thing, plays a different style of baseball. We talked about, you know, stealing bases, um, sacrifice. You know, not not power baseball like you see in the major leagues nowadays, certainly not even college with the, the metal bats, but also like, they're starting their closer, which, okay, some teams do that in the majors, but, like, no, they're stretching their closer out to, like, 100 pitches. They're just trying to find ways to win because they think they can. You win two out of three at TCU, you are you got something going on right now, too. So that's probably something to keep an eye on. Bob Huggins makes the Hall of Fame. I believe he was a finalist. Or he made the ballot for four years. This is his first year as a finalist. I mean, this is kind of fairy tale stuff. I know it's maybe overdue and, and whatever, but don't forget, like, this guy's career was at a crossroads for a while. He almost died. Um, you, you wondered if he was ever going to have the, the happy ending. He's at K-State. The job at West Virginia opens up. I don't know. Can a guy who was out of it, who got back into it at K-State and had a good thing going, is he going to take the WVU job before you can even ask that question? He's at WVU. Extremely happy riding off into the sunset here, too. He's in the Hall of Fame now, but let's devote some time to this. He is getting to work at fixing it. They bring in guard Eric Stevenson from Deep Breath here. Wichita State, Washington, and South Carolina. <laughs> he's the first transfer. He's not the last, but is he the best player on the board? No, but he's one that they wanted to have. And I think in some regard you could say they needed to have because he does fit some 
some some needs for them on the floor, maybe even in the locker room too. But this seems like a good start. It's not the marquee edition, and I've been the one saying that they got to get guys. Is this a guy? No, he's not the best player on any of the teams he's been on, but he's been good in a couple of teams. I think this is a good start, and you can you can put him in and work around him. He's not going to get in the way of what they want to get done. You're right. I think in basketball, this is almost kind of making me think of the the wide receiver conversation we've had with the football team about how you have a bunch of of beta type receivers, number two receivers, and, and you need those alphas. You need those number one guys. And I think you know the basketball team. This this is not an alpha as far as like the skill and talent level goes, but I think he's got the the a very good mentality. He's got the experience. He fills in. And maybe even improves on one of those, like, say, I like to say eight-man rotation. Um, I, I think he would improve on a couple of those spots. I don't think he's a ninth, tenth, or eleventh guy that you're just hoping can do something. I think he's somebody that is legitimately part of a rotation on a good NCAA tournament basketball team. Like the fact that he's been the first-year player, you know, three times already as a freshman, as twice as a transfer. I, I like the fact that he played with a Fat finger, he called it. He jammed his finger um, in the beginning of the year. Calendar year, I should say. Uh, so really right at the start of SEC play. He shot like 38%, 39% from three with a bad finger uh, in SEC play. And I, I just I just think that's a guy who's going to go in and, and know what he has to do. It just Could he start? Maybe. Could he go off the bench? Maybe. Like, you don't worry about that. I think he's here for business purposes and, and wants to get the ending he wants. So I think it's a good start. Um, and we'll see what happens. Like, their problem is now that the guys that they're looking at, a lot of people are looking at. That's the nature of the transfer market. Some of the guys they're looking at are in the draft, which means they're going to be in there for a while. How long do you wait? Because if you wait on, let's say, a big who's in the draft, and he says, you know what, I don't want to go pro, I'll transfer. Maybe you've already had to fill, or maybe you didn't fill because you waited, and he doesn't pick you. And then guys that you had targeted as bigs, well, they're off the board too. So um, this is not going to wrap up soon, but it's it's good to be on the board right now. But um and we anticipate any type of news subsequent to this. Yeah, I think I think more news is coming again. This is one of those situations, you know, a couple of weeks ago when when the season officially ended for West Virginia, when there was no NIT and, and they said they were not doing the CBI. And I said then that they were going to be making a lot of run, a lot of looks, a lot of scouting, a lot of talking, a lot of quote unquote offers, maybe even a few visits for some junior college players. But that does not mean that they're only going for junior college players because you were waiting to see who was going to be in the portal for basketball. And over the last couple of weeks, the size of the basketball portal has more than doubled and it's expected to continue to grow. So guys are still coming onto the board. They're still making contact. You know, you, I feel like every day we're seeing a new report of West Virginia, quote unquote, making contact with a transfer, showing interest in a transfer again. Baby steps, introductory. Hey, what what are you looking for? Hey, you know, what's your school situation? What are you set and ready to go? When would you be able to transfer? Um, what are you looking for? Are you looking for this side of the country, that side of the country? Uh, blah 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 blah. And you got to do that. That doesn't necessarily mean that that like the thirty seven thousand transfers that West Virginia has touched the base with in the last two weeks are legitimate targets. However. They got some. They got some holes to fill. They got. They got several scholarships left. What is it? Three scholarships left at least right now. Um, so it's it, it's a heavy three, hard three. You know, three, maybe four, maybe five. We'll see what happens here. But there's going to be some action. I still think 
if you say four scholarships, I still think you're going two junior college players and two more transfers right now. Stay tuned. Could As be a busy always, couple weeks, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Hey, but they have a Hall of Fame coach now. They didn't have that a couple of days ago. I mean, they <laughs> did, but, like, they can use that, too. Timing's everything, and that's an easy thing. That's an easy card to throw down on someone's desk. Um, why not? Um, believe that wraps it up. Went a little bit longer, but pardon us for being excited about what um, what happened. And it had to be acknowledged and celebrated here. And if I can do some business. Uh, hey, to Josh, to Scott, check them out. Um, Josh. Ears Nation on Twitter, E-E-R-S-N-A-T-I-O-N. That's a pretty cool online store with some West Virginia gear. Uh, Earsfans.com, earsgear.com. Listen, if you like, I don't know, promoting your team, supporting your team, and you didn't get in on the donations, or you did get in on the donations, hey, maybe you can wear a T-shirt. Josh has some good gear there. And then Matt Layton, um, Layton304 on Twitter. Uh, thank them. Find them. If you participate, if you didn't, if you just like what they did, uh, go give them a shout out. Probably happy with what they did. I know a lot of people are. We'll probably find out more soon. Until next time, I'm Mike Casaza. And I'm Chris Anderson. Do stay tuned for a message from one of our sponsors. We will see you next time. <laughs>